0: Are we ready to go? Oh yeah, <laughs> let me mute all two. So go ahead and unmute yourself now.
1: Uh, yeah, all do. Well, we're ready. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome everybody. Paul, Saturday. I guess wherever you are, maybe it's Sunday, in Australia and in New Zealand. Um, yeah, nice to be here. Anybody new or?
0: Anybody want to raise their hand? wave their hands. I don't think I've noticed anybody new.
1: All right, well, let's just start with that basis that we touched on last week, yeah? Because this is the whole assumption, I feel, uh, of non-duality, which is there is no greater mystery than this, that being the reality ourselves, we seek to gain reality. Yeah, all right, so... That's just a proposition, in a way. It's just an assumption. It's just uh, the idea that everything else is built on. Because if you weren't reality, it may make a lot of sense to try to gain reality. Yeah, Maybe you would do better than how you're doing now, as not reality. But the fact is, we are reality. So looking for reality as reality is a blindness, in a sense, to the reality. So where would you think the more important uh, direction would be? Constantly trying to convince reality that it's reality or to share with reality what we're not? So that reality may see it's not that, and then it will find out with no time at all what it is, yeah? By realizing what it's not. This isn't valid in most things, but it's valid in this approach because you are what you're looking for. Yeah, that's the whole premise. Yeah, that's why if you don't see that way, the logic that springs from that doesn't make sense. You're going, well, you know, I've been using Buddhism to acquire traits that I think the historical Buddha had. Well, far out. That makes a lot of sense from Paul. Yeah. Because Paul has some traits he may not be happy with, and so he figures maybe I can trade some of these traits in and acquire some Buddha traits, and then Paul will be traveling lighter and be nicer to people, and people won't think he's such an asshole, let's say. Yeah, so therefore it makes a lot of sense. But if Paul's the Buddha, then using Buddhism to seek the Buddha may not be. Uh, as clear as you're seeing it. Maybe there's an underlying activity going on that the premise of what you're not is being reinforced. Yeah. That's the statement that follows this sort of statement, the, the, the conception of this non-existent thing being existing and then wanting to get salvation for it. In that case, your spiritual practices, practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? They're not even giving you an option in that statement. They're saying if that's the case, then the spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? They don't say it could be happening, they're basically making it a statement, really. So the the identification as what you're not, wanting to get salvation for what you're not, then in that dynamic spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? Yeah, That's the logic, and if you get the first, it may taste like a pretzel logic when you taste it from the mental logic, but if you can sort of not spit it out and let it get in, it will go somewhere else that it will make complete sense to. It may not be in the mental logic, but something underlying or, let's say, unsuspected or whatever it makes sense to and then the revelations of non-duality hopefully in these talks will build on that logic and you'll see the seamlessness of it you'll see the seamlessness of the fact that we are reality ourselves that's why using ourselves as reality to look for reality will not succeed yes there'll be a value in it when it fails us so that maybe we'll come to the recognition, I'm not that, yeah? So everything has value, but in a way, you could save a lot of time if you could just hear this, yeah? (laughs) Not as what you're not, because that's going to claim to... See, what you're not never hears it. We're the hearing of the message. That mental state claims to be the hearer of the message, yeah? And it happens so quickly, the message gets... Let's say you first taste the message, right, pasta, and suddenly it's like a taco. Yeah, it gets changed quickly. You get the taste, ah, and then suddenly it's interpreted as a taco. (laughs) It's a weird example, but it's sort of like that. So what's hearing the message is always what the message is intended to contact, yeah? But that's not sufficient. Because there's an activity that happens in time that there's a claiming of the hearing of the message to imply the hearer of the message. And that's when you're deaf to the message. (laughs) I mean, we can twist it 800 different ways, but that's basically the conundrum in a way and and when you have a like a clear hit that clear hit will be claimed and there'll be a, a a noun put on it and it'll be the you who had the clear hit which was not what happened the clear hit actually came from what we are it didn't come to what we're not it came from what we are yeah it was like the geyser shot up and then you witness the geyser and you think you did it yeah i'm the one who did that geysering but no the Geyser did it, yeah? So, the hearing of the message, I have complete faith in. That's why we try to accompany the hearing of the message with some warnings about the hearer of the message. <laughs> There's no warning about the message. There's no warning about the hearing. There's the warning about the hearer of the message, Yes? the one who got the message, the one who thinks they lost the message, the one who thinks, why? Well, there's just the one who thinks, period, yeah? So the message is clear, the hearing of it is clear. The translation from the hearing to the hearer, it gets lost, yeah? It's sort of like the lion feels it's a lion when it sees that reflection, but they in that little story, they didn't say what happened after the young lion got a hit that it was a lion. It it immediately fell back into being a sheep. As soon as the old lion split, it was fucking hanging out with the herd of sheep again, chewing cud. Yeah. (laughs) This is what needs to... See, the moment, you've had it. By being at one of these talks or someone else, it doesn't matter. Somewhere, you've had a resonation that, that is before the hearer. Yeah. You had a hearing that was before the hearer. You had a seeing that was before the seer. You have. We've all had free samples, yeah? So the message has been heard. Now, what's important is to hear about the hearer of the message and to see that you're not that, yes? That's all. See that you're not the thinker of the message, the hearer of the message. I'm not the giver of the message. You're not the receiver of the message, yeah? Just to be clear, at least on some level about that, and then root it back to being ourselves the reality. Uh, you can't use our, we can't use ourselves aka reality to seek reality. It makes complete sense, yes? If you have the first sense that the, the assumption is you are reality, then when the warning comes out, you can't use reality to find reality. Oh yeah, that's obvious. I'm reality. It's not obvious when it's Paul, because Paul has been doing exactly that. Paul has been using reality to attain reality. (laughs) And Paul has a large investment in that activity. It doesn't want to see the truth. First of all, it can't swallow the truth. It can only chew it and make it something else. Yeah. What you're not doesn't swallow. It chews it and makes it fucking something else. It masticates it so much, you can't even tell what you put in your mouth. Yeah, so I hope, and I have no, no role in the jurisdiction of what happens after, after this comes out, but that's my hope, is that we, we become somewhat clear in the hearing of the message by seeing we're not the hearer of the message, yes? And then there's a living of the message, not someone who's living the message. There's a living of the message, yeah? Which is actually incredibly, it brings a huge atmosphere of acceptance to what the liver of the message or the liver of life, it sounds like an organ, the liver of life (laughs) wouldn't be able to accept because it's determined by right and wrong, good and bad. It's completely, completely... Uh, antagonistic within itself, yeah? So, yes, let's go, let's say there's going to be a hearing of the message today. Hallelujah, yeah? And that hearing of the message is based on we are reality ourselves, yeah? So, and that's why the message is not about reality. It's about what we're not, yeah? Because we are reality, <laughs> You know what I mean? You don't have to beat a dead horse, in a sense. You are that. What you need to see is what you're not. See the activity that promotes this story. And because the interest and attention has been led to believe it's about you, it overrides what you are. It does, seemingly. It doesn't, but in appearance it does. It seems to have overridden what you are. And that's the act of dreaming, really dreaming is a seemingly so yeah so the dreaming just continues continues denying the reality not that's not its premise but it's affirming the appearance and in that way it denies the reality how that how is that which represents the denial of reality how are you going to use that as the vehicle to arrive at reality only by seeing that it's failed that's how it's used yeah. It's used by recognizing it's failed. So then suddenly you're left with all your devices and you, you come to know that they're not yours. Yeah? So yes, there you go.
0: You ready for questions?
1: Never, but yes, go ahead.
0: Anybody want to raise their hand?
1: If no one wants to raise a question, let's go back to that thing we read last week also, which I think is really beautiful. Uh, Alicchio raised his hand. Hmm?
0: Alicchio raised his hand.
1: Well, I'm going to preempt him for a second.
0: And Walter did too.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to preempt him for longer than a second. All right. I just want to present this idea just to have this. Yeah. So there was a big question, like usual, about free will and predetermination. And he says very clearly, if there's a sense of individuality, it's not if there's individuality because there isn't any. There's a sense of individuality which is a product of the selfing. It's produced. If that's in place, then free will is of is there. Yeah. So basically. The individuality is what lends the importance to this questions of free will and predetermination. And he says this, first, uh, first, uh, uh, find out who it is who has free will or predestination and abide in that state. Then both are transcended. That is the only purpose in discussing these questions. To whom do such questions present themselves? Yeah. Discover that and be at peace. It doesn't say discover that and now start seeking for peace. It says discover that and be at peace. <laughs> How could something so quickly happen? It could, only, it could happen so quickly only because what we think is happening isn't, yes? So when we lose interest in all of the appearances... When we discover we're not that, we're at peace. Like that. It's not like we have to send out on a course to arrive at peace. We are actually at peace. Yeah? And what says that you're not at peace? Does peace inform you you've left peace? Or is it the head? What would happen if, hmm, you were on a game board, and then we'll get to the questions. You were on a game board, like Monopoly, let's say. Without knowing it, you started at square three, and you thought that was the beginning. So you missed the whole point of the whole thing. And now, so you move to squares, and values are given in the squares, and debits are given in certain squares, yes? But every square you, you arrive at, it basically at one point reveals its square zero let's say yeah so you go to all these different squares but they're all based on square zero yeah this is the message in a way you keep getting brought to that place yeah with the with the with the interpretation that you left it and after a while you realize you've never left it and there's an interpretation of leaving it yeah but there's a deep recognition you never left it while your head is acting as it has, as if it has, yes? You don't waste any time trying to convince the head. You just see you're not that. Yeah. How many squares are necessary when they reveal always to be of square zero? There's only square zero. There's only being reality ourselves. Yeah. So when all these four f- flaws that that support this, m- m- you know, mental house or emotional house or physical house, when the four collapses, it shows it's always been this empty space. Let's say, yeah, that isn't just a phenomenon one time only. It travels with you after a while. You see, no matter what's appearing, it's always been, yeah, that. Yeah. It's not like you don't have an infinite amount of denial of it. Sooner or later, being brought back to where you never left from, it becomes obvious you never leave from it. Yeah, I hope. (laughs) That's why the repetition of the talks, that's one of the reasons why. We don't say anything freaking else. (laughs) We just keep, we say it in a lot of ways, but we're attempting just to bring you back from where you never left, so then you realize the leaving isn't real. Therefore, there's no need to try to arrive, yes? You can't have one without the other. The drive to arrive is the belief you've left, yes? Or you're not where you want to arrive to. We're undermining that. That's the first spring of the of the platform. We're undermining that by the statement, hey, being reality ourselves, yes. So yeah, you're brought back, you brought back. You never left. 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 All right. Now there's. Then the mental state does it sleep. I've left, yeah. But you're not. There's no need to be brought back. Because on having never left is there. Yeah? (laughs) The need to arrive drops, and all the clothes you pack for all your fucking journeys get severely limited. Yeah? Basically, this emperor doesn't need any clothes. (laughs) All right. So there, there you go. Thanks. I didn't, I knew it wasn't all out. I had to regurgitate a little more.
0: Okay. Elikio, go ahead. Hey, hey, Paul.
2: Okay. So uh, I'm brought back. I never left. I'm brought back. I never left. So, uh, so, so I'm conflicted because if there is no free will,
1: how can I act or how can I make the Who movement? Says there's oh. no free will? We just said there's a sense of free will when there's a sense okay. of individuality. So when there's a sense of duality? No, individuality. individuality. You have a sense of being Ezekiel. Do the okay. next right thing.
2: So Okay, I have that sense, but that's just a sense of appearing. It's not real. Is it real is that I have free will?
1: It's real. You know, what's real here? Yeah? What's
2: real here?
1: Yeah. What's real here? Yeah, it's about as real as that. See, this message isn't for the action figure. The action right. programming is it has free will. Okay. Yes. Yeah? It doesn't... It doesn't come to everything is predestined. It doesn't arrive there. That comes later when it starts reading some books. It, it grows into having a sense of free will because it's already programmed. Yes? Yes. Yeah. So why try to convince the action figure about that? Just try to live do, by doing the next right thing. Yeah? Okay. And with, with, on, with that fake
2: with that sense on of having free will?
1: There's no free will.
2: Yes. With that fake sense of free will. Okay. Take it to you, make it.
1: Well, yeah, because see, if the action figure starts trying to act like it doesn't have free will, it mutates into weird things, you know? You're gonna you believe you're gonna lay on a couch all day and not do that or take a giant dose of LSD or whatever. No, everything's gonna go on as it's going on because there's never been a you to begin with. So <laughs> So yeah. Yeah, this so. I think it's, so, uh, so, I think it's a, fool, a fool's errand to get into a giant week-long seminar of predestination and free will. You've got to yeah. question the individuality. That's why Ramana just said the value of those questions is to use them to question the individual.
2: Okay. So, so you don't think that questioning the individual reinforces the individual? No, I don't, and not more, and not more lost.
1: As long as you see that the individual, the the idea of being an individual will be supporting the act of claiming to be the one that's asking the question. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Paul. Yes. Thank you. But even in that case, if it's you asking, "Who's you?" Thank God they'll both negate each other and that's awesome also. Don't you see it? It's trying to convince a a mule to jump like a horse. Yeah? The mule can't jump like a horse. It's a mule, yeah? The action figure isn't transcending anything. Yeah, it's got it's programmed. It has programming. So you have, you can have a clear metaphysical understanding. You don't have free will, yet you'll feel like you're making a choice at Baskin Robbins with the 38 flavors. Yeah. What's the point? Just see, you're not that. That's all. Yeah. And then you'll travel lighter either with free will or predestination. <laughs> it doesn't. It won't. It doesn't. Won't matter really.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah at the end i go to it doesn't matter at the end i get to it doesn't
1: matter i'm anyway. just, just going to share with you when this is what happens let's hear let's see you hear the term awakening on one level it's beautiful when the action figures hears it it used there's a use of it to def, to to, to to punish the action figure for seemingly not being awake. Yes, I think most people who come to talks, they would have been better off as an action figure if they had never heard about awakening. To tell you the truth, because they just use awakening to fucking beat the shit out of themselves. And then the supreme paddle or the 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 eight pronged whip is enlightenment. That's a real one. So fucking. I should have been enlightened by now. There must be something terribly wrong with me. It's always concave back into selfing. Yeah? The same thing with this type topic: free will and predetermination and recovery, it's God's will and free will, or self's will. Yet there's never a questioning of the individuality, which is the platform from all the for all those questions. What's the point? Yeah? To, at least in Ramana, in this reading at least, his point is the value the questions have coming from individuality is to point out, are you coming from individuality? <laughs> that's the value. Yeah? Not the topic of self will or predetermination, whatever. The real value is to use that to question, is there an individual or not? Because that's the dominant influence. The free will and predetermination isn't yeah some people in some ways let's say if you're just coming into recovery you're, you're basically have been living in the hallway of shit and fans and you haven't had that many skillful means you're just full of shit and you're covered with shit and then you're starting to read metaphysical physics I think it's a pointless you got to get your fucking act together and to, by admitting you can't get your act together and keep it simple. Yes. Does it matter if you're fucking drunk and you uh, if you had free will and arrived there or was predestined you're fucking drunk. Yeah. So in a way it's besides the point. So what's the real what we're speaking of isn't what happens after, but how it's taken to imply a before, yeah? That's what I'm interested in, yeah? There's tons of meetings, and you can have therapies and shit like that to deal with the action figure thinking it knows too much, yeah? It just gets overwhelmed by this knowledge, because, and it turns into what we call in recovery self-knowledge, and that self-knowledge avails you nothing. It's like the professor of holes, who's a big circus speaker of holes, always finds himself in a hole. I mean, what's the use of that knowledge? Yeah? The relief doesn't come from knowing if there's free will or predetermination or whatever. The relief is that you're a person. (laughs) That's the relief. You're not the long lasting independent source of all fucking things. Yeah, that's where the relief lies. I'm serious. And the relief is really expressed through a lot of loss of interest I'll, in a lot of what the individuality is interested in. There's a lot of loss of interest in that. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be for everyone, but that's been what I've noticed. Yeah. I thought there would have been a focus of interest and then it would have become like a laser and would have shot my view up into the uh, interstellar Space, But no, there was just a loss of interest in the need to be liberated. There was a loss of interest in tons of shit. Yeah? Because I saw a folly, I'm not going to say it's implied applied to everyone, but I saw it applied in this experience, a folly in all these activities that I think non-duality uh, clearly cuts off at the root. Yeah? Really, the level of questioning I I arrive at is where are my keys, when's lunch going to be served, Uh, you know, whatever. (laughs) What does the surf report say? (laughs) That's pretty much the level of questioning. (laughs) So, yeah. All right, thanks, I guess, yeah. Thank you.
0: Thanks, Alejio. Walter, did you still want to raise your hand? You took it down.
3: I'm eating, sorry.
0: Okay. No, no problem. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to comment on the the aspect of bringing it back today, to today. So like being able to get a coffee or pair of pants, Uh, put that in the context of locality so like the the idea of free will the value of questioning it for me has been to remove it from the level of you know the responsibility for good and bad and the and and the directions that it takes to like be concerned for other people's salvation or or even in the in the dreaming of being what we're not but not accepting it for what it's not so trying to be what we are, like, let's say, be metaphysical. So we try to understand everything and think we're responsible for, you know, telling other people it. That kind of non-locality, that's what I mean by locality, right? So the value of questioning free will is, like, it's okay to be now and have the, quote, unquote, free will to go get the coffee. <laughs> to be okay with that free will. So that's that's the, that's been the value of, you know, the degree, I mean the degree to which I've questioned it, right? For me, it doesn't go to predestination. It doesn't, it doesn't jump to that. It just means I'm relieved from the, from the idea of free will, and now I can go ahead and have the local experience of free will, which is not so damaging to other people, right, because it's, <laughs> it's okay with itself. It's okay to like change its mind if it seems to step on other people's free will. You know, I don't blame them you know for their free will choice because ultimately I don't have free will so that allows me to have very local you know free will
1: but let's just say in this period of time on this zoom yeah we're going to we're going to try to bring in the spirit of what Ramana said which is This is the only purpose in discussing these questions. To whom do such questions present themselves? That's an overriding basis of the talks. Yeah? So we don't go out into the manifestation and lend more and more importance to that. We go back to the sense of individuality and question it. Yeah? That's just the spirit of these talks. What happens after the talk, before the talk, far out. And maybe even during the talk. But a loose spirit of it is captured by that statement. Yes? The real value in the questions is to to use them to look at who is the questioner. Yeah? Because you may be the answer the whole time. Yeah? So... I try to stick with that spirit in this little uh, format.
0: Yeah. And we
1: try not to have outside opinions on other things because we're attempting just to uh, based on the premise that we are reality ourselves, why isn't that seemingly obvious? And then to share the warnings and the the characteristics of an interpretation overriding the living. Let's say, so the interpretation of see or seen seems to have a more dominant position than seeing. Yeah, the interpretation of hear or heard seems to have a more dominant in this event position than the hearing. Yeah, that's why we wanted. To, we would like to see that maybe. Why things are the way they are is because the, let's say, the misvaluing of things is dominant, yes? So that which comes after seems to be more emphasized than that which is before. And this is basically uh, the presentation of non-duality. That which is before stands alone and let's use that which comes after to question who is that imaginary before so then the before becomes the new norm yeah not that it isn't always available at all times but you're living as if that's true yes and then a lot of interest that propels a lot of questions is lost yeah and there's more like it says there uh, discover that and be at peace. Yeah, you're in the business of being at peace, so to speak. Yeah. You see how quickly the the transfer is. It says find out who it is, who has free will or predestination, and abide in that state. Yeah, because it ain't you. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, then both are transcended. Hallelujah. Yeah? This is the only purpose in discussing these questions. To whom do such questions present themselves? Discover that and be at peace. Yeah? That's the, you know, like in AA we have uh, meetings in AA are the basis of a meeting in AA is love and tolerance. Well, the basis of a meeting of let's say, quote unquote Zen bitch slap is this. It's based on this It's based on we are reality ourselves, and it's based on there is a reality that's not of time, and then there's an appearance that is of time. And to start recognizing what's what, yeah? Yeah? So, it, so, in other words, it doesn't, wear, it doesn't really mean that much where my foot lands. It wears, it's where my foot st- uh, rises from, yes? Yeah? Do I start at that sense of individuality or do I start at before that sense of individuality? Can I see how that sense of individuality is manufactured? yeah? And can I see that which is seeing that? I cannot see that which is seeing that, but I can see the manufacturing of the sense of individuality. I think that lines things up pretty well. I think then the horse is in front of the cart. The before is before, and the after is after. Things start fucking clearing up, yeah? It's crazy when the after is before, it's like Bizarro World in the old DC comics. Yeah. It's like everything is go it's just completely ass backwards. Because really, the mental interpretation is not mentioning the manufacturing, so it doesn't question that which was that which came after. It tries to forget that and it says, Oh, definitely you are that which is before. You as Z, you as Paul. So suddenly, there's all this verbing and you're the noun. You're the noun alone before all the verbing. This is the mental narration. And if there's faith in that, you're taking that to be true. Yeah? This isn't like, oh, uh, you know, this one little thing is sticking out. It's like a wall of thumb sticking out. <laughs> yes? So we want to we question the wall, not each freaking thumb. Yeah? Question it. See if it's us. Or are you always there with everything that's been called you? You've seen it. You've seen it not from you. You thought about it from you. You thought you had it from you. You were tempted to claim that knowledge from you, but you saw it from what we are the awareness is the seeing of it yeah and more gets revealed not of the awareness, awareness but of what you're not there's not more seeing but there's seeing more yeah? we just want to keep yeah like we said earlier oh yes you're in a state of ready to take off and arrive okay Bring it back to on having never left. All right, back foot. Just keep bringing it because suddenly one of the times when the mental state goes back, you won't. You'll be there. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it from on having never left. You'll see all the plans of arriving, all the plans that it doesn't talk to you about, how many times you departed from where you never left, how many things you did that exiled you from that. Yeah? You'll see it. Yeah? The mental state will act as if it left and you won't leave. And it will act like it wants to arrive and you won't leave. Yeah? And it will act like it's getting closer. You won't leave. It will act like it's got it did something and it's really far away and you won't leave. Yeah? Because you can't leave. You're it. Yeah? And I know it. You're going to get broken. If you keep coming back to these Zooms You're going to be brought back to that place. And one of them, I'm telling you, I know it broke in Helen. I've known it broke in Tariq. I've known it's broken Z. I've known it broke every one of you. Yeah? The premise is being ourselves reality. We're not chanting that because it won't work. Because what's going to claim being ourselves reality isn't it. So we're just stating that as the fact, and then let's question. Yeah? The questioner, keep on, yeah. Trust me, repetition, which is a poison here, can be used as a fucking medication. You, it can be a salve, yeah. Because enough times being brought back to on having never left, you'll realize you've never left, yeah. You will, you will. You'll fucking see through it, yeah. Then all the coming and going you'll travel lighter through because you'll have a basis on having never left. That's the whole fear and anxiety it works with. You believe you've done something you should never have done. You've left the Godhead or something. You've dreamt separation or something. Some fucking insane heavy weight you have to fucking try to avoid the rest of your life, which is even heavier than the weight. Yeah? No. No yeah? On having never left. Nothing's happened. You didn't fuck up. Yeah? I don't care if you kiss the ass of separation 800,000 fucking times a day. It's not going to make it so. It can only reach a level of appearing to be so. To that which is not separate. That's it. This is dreaming. Yeah? I know it feels as real as an I'm not trying to downplay that. And if your house is on fire and you're feeling hot, don't use a philosophy. Get some water. Yeah. Yeah? Don't let it. don't don't create a fucking phys, a spiritual inertia by a philosophy. This isn't a philosophy. This is an invitation. Yeah? An invitation to where to where you've never left. We just keep inviting each other back to on having never left with the point. yeah. I had it once, I had it once, a free sample, very clearly. I was in a, a it just told me it, it's always been this way, yeah? It just informed me I had never left. I had never been far from, I have never was close to, I had never left, period. (laughs) You know how many plugs of how many stories that opened and let that shit drain out? Zillions of them. Zillions of them are always based on, you've got to arrive. (laughs) It is business, spirituality. It's just like another business. You got to do this, do that to arrive. And then when you arrive, you better fucking get a security system, build gates because you're going to fucking people want what you have or whatever. It's just fucking the same old, same old. Where do you hear that you've never left other than non-duality? Nowhere. They're always planning for you to have, be on a long journey of improvement You know, it's like when you were a kid and your mother would see how tall you are and make a mark on that fucking doorway. Well, that doorway just goes on and on and on. You're never going to be enough. You're never going to grow into a transcendent state. Yeah, this is an action figure. it's already fulfilled its mission yeah it's the interface it's what generates experience it's it's completed its mission already yeah you want to add on some mental idea that yes you paul are going to transcend into the heaven-like golf course that has infinite amount of holes no it's not going to happen You'll only wear one shoe in heaven. you won't have to put on two shoes. you'll always have the same clothes on and they'll always be clean. yeah you won't defecate or urinate ever again. You'll have your that you that outfit you thought was your nicest outfit will be eternally worn and everyone will fucking say you look great. No what's before? Yeah. Is what's going to educate you about what comes after. It is. Yeah. You'll see blue as blue and red as red from what is before. Yeah. You're just taking something and be blue after. We're just told every fucking thing. But before you know before acquiring knowledge, there's a knowing. There's a knowing. You have a sense of something that overrides everything that uh, people try to beat into you or teach you or shit. There was just something there. And it's never gone anywhere and it's never going anywhere. Yeah, And it's available. If you are anywhere at any time, it's available. Because it's not of somewhere and it's not of time. It overrides all these things. Yeah. So thanks, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just so stoked. I have the privilege to give you some good news, man. Enough is enough. Yeah. If you don't believe that statement, see that. Ask who is that that doesn't believe that statement? Cause it ain't you. That statement, being ourselves' reality, that which says, oh, that's not true, isn't you. And that which says, oh, yeah, I think that's true, isn't you. Your reality. Your reality. I don't know what the fuck that is, but the closest I can get to it is by seeing what I'm not. Yeah, that's the closest I've ever gotten to it, is seeing because I can't get close to where I never left. So by seeing what I'm not, I, I limit the distance and the time the head keeps applying. Yes? yeah. At least I'm in the vicinity of here and now. <laughs> I don't miss much at all. I never get gypped. I'm here, sleeping, awake, fucking, swimming, not swimming, eating, not eating, thinking, not thinking, yeah, so. uh, yeah. All right, thanks. Sorry, I guess.
0: Um, Mike Cerveni had his hand up, but he lowered it. So, but I wanted to acknowledge it. <laughs> this is Sorry, a day.
1: I'm knocking the hands down. That's awesome.
4: Now, you answered it, Paul, by what you just went off on. It was
1: really good. Um, oh, good. Thank you. Yes.
4: Yeah. Hey, but I do have another question. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you coming out to Great Barrington anytime soon? You're going to be doing some traveling?
1: I hope so. I would probably think it would be later on because I've gotten into this little doing nothing routine here. Yeah. Got to see, uh. but I would like to, I love, I like Great Barrington. I like the space. Yeah, cool. so I hope to go there. Yeah, yeah that'd be I great. Um, yeah, it will be put out, we will put it on the uh, website as soon as we formalize anything.
4: Yeah. um, Who's your contact person? Was it like Susan Jameson, do you remember, or who brought uh,
1: No, Vida, Vida and Eric, Eric's Eric S and Vida. If you want, I can give it to Mike, or I. You can um, send me your uh, stuff, and I'll send it to you.
4: Yeah, that will be good because I'm you taking time off you, from you work. Send
1: me your stuff, and I'll send you Vita and Eric's uh, phone numbers and stuff. All right. Yeah, They're the we'll ones that. that set up New York and Great Barrington stuff. So, yeah.
4: Cool.
1: Yeah, I that would be great. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd lo- Yeah, it would be nice to go back there for sure. And I need to upgrade my, I've got to uh, renew my accent subscription. I got to go to New York and get, I got to hear Darling or, or you order drink water a little bit and kick it back in. I'm starting. Yeah, it.
2: yeah. It's slacking a little bit.
1: Yeah, I know. So it only <laughs> takes five minutes. It's like Evelyn Wood's speed speed reading class. It's
2: speed accent.
1: Go to a bagel shop, I'm inundated with it immediately. Yeah, it's great. All right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So send the information. I'll send it. I'll send the information. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Uh, No other hands up. Anybody want to raise their hand?
1: Can I ask some of the people, have they felt a lightness that didn't seem to be acquired by just coming to the talks? Yeah.
5: Yeah. Judith has something to share. Yeah.
6: Paul, you knocked my hand down a long time ago, and I'm so grateful for that. The message is just flawless. It's beautiful. Um, I keep coming back because... It's just such a beautiful place to be at. Thank you so much for creating this Zoom and for Mike being in it with it. So, um, in traveling lighter, if I was traveling super heavy, uh, searching for so very long, and and I would say there were times that you couldn't peel me off the floor because I was, in such panic because I needed to become enlightened. My life is a really good life and I'm a person that likes to be organized about everything. So it wasn't my life per se that created this panic, but it was this calling that was just infernal. And and I the message that comes through you has subsided all that i'm such a happier person um i'm so patient because i know now who everybody is and that everybody's just doing their thing and i'm just like allowing people be more themselves and it allows me to be myself yes. so i'm i'm uh, I would say a hundred percent traveling lighter compared to oh the junk I was in for so long. So thank you so much.
1: Well thank you. Yes.
5: I, I just want to jump in while well, I got a quick chance because in the beginning I had a lot of questions. You know, I the whole recovery thing for me is. Such a long road. It's intense, and I won't bore anybody with all the the recovery I went through uh, seemingly against my will. I did not want to be helped. I didn't think uh, but people didn't give up on me, mainly my my parents, right, at that time. And um, you know, this and then I caught on to the spiritual thing, and I was just like you said, I was so addicted to the spiritual that I just couldn't get enough, and I just freaking red and just ate and but I didn't talk about it too much it was real personal but like my uh my ex-wife said this to me and it hit me really hard she's like you've been reading spiritual books and doing this for 20 years and she goes and you haven't changed one bit <laughs> which just yeah. kind of, you know so that was a kind of a compliment actually uh of some sorts but I mean there was nothing to do there was no and then so when I started listening to you I was so so and so much, seemingly pain that it just. When I saw it, just a little bit, it just became hilarious. Like, and I get hilarious when I listen to you speak. It just keeps coming back. The, it just keeps, hitting me as just strikes me as funny. That's all I can say. And uh, and life definitely has gotten uh, a whole lot lighter for me. And uh, I do appreciate everyone in the in the in the squares here, and especially you, Paul. So thank you.
1: Well, we appreciate you guys greatly, and everyone. Yeah, it's uh, it takes all of us to make a Zoom. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> you're a God-sense. I mean, if there's such a thing.
1: <laughs>
6: the best thing that ever happened to me in this well, lifetime.
1: Well, mm-hmm. I want you to talk to my girlfriend a little more, Judith.
6: Oh, uh, she, feels, uh, I she so much. No, I know. I know that Amelia and I are on board about you. I
1: know. I know. I'm kidding.
6: Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's great to see you guys. And uh, are any more? Any questions now, Mike? I'm not. A, I'm just. I'm not. Uh, don't be afraid. We need questions in Zoom. But let's take it lighter and use the question more to see, just to see the sense of individuality that's being produced. That's all. Yeah? I mean, a lot of people... uh, I think Ramana Maharshi is a pretty good authority, and I like his view of... And he must have heard thousands and thousands and thousands of questions... And I liked his answer, this one, maybe he probably had a lot of different answers in different settings. But I, at least in a controlled situation, like a zoom, you can have that as an ideal, you know, to shoot for, is to not let it get not let the horses out of the barn and go crazy. But just to keep coming back to uh, where, you know, where the living sort of gets overridden by the interpretation, you know? And d- see, it's not live living or interpretation. There's living and interpretation, but it's nice to have a different balance, yeah? Living, interpretation, not interpretation, living, yeah? Because then the interpretation with the living as the emphasis becomes like an art project in a way. You get to see... A lot of qualities you were never seeing when you were surveilling you as an object that needed to get better or something, yes? It just opens up uh, giant amphitheaters of humor and other things. So, yeah. And I feel, I know in, in this experience, the mental state became so emphasized, I didn't see, I, uh, as it got more emphasized, the possibilities got less and less. It got, in a weird way, it got bigger and then more myopic, yes? And uh, I was choking on that interpretation. I just couldn't come to terms with it. And, uh, and thank God, you know, things happened to me that brought about a shift or a change And that which doesn't change, you know, it's so weird. Yeah, so, but I really feel uh, it has a lot to do with emphasis, attention, interest. And there's going to be a losing of it and then a great gaining of it, yeah? But the attention won't be like how it felt before, like that forced-looking to get something from things. It will be much more panoramic, yes? You'll be there entertaining what comes into the space instead of using the space to travel as quick as you can to some fucking predestination or some idea, yeah? You'll be open as the space to see what comes. It's a completely different posture, yeah? And that mental yoga only knows that one fucking posture putting your head up your ass. So this is a much more developed uh, free, like free form yoga. Yeah, so. And repetition's helpful. Here in time, because miracles are forgotten by the mental state in a half an hour, 20 minutes. Peak experiences the highest mountain you ever reach will be claimed and will be made into a molehill because the one mountain will always be the mountain of self. Yeah? No matter how many mountains you climb, the self is always going to claim it and dwarf them. Yeah? This is uh, seeing that activity not from the activity because seeing it from the activity, you want to get out of it And that's the bigger in, yeah? But seeing it, not from the activity, you realize you're never in it. You've never been in it, yeah? One of them is like a looking, and from there, I want to escape, yeah? Seeing, I was never in. It's incredible. And I've lived that life of wanting to escape. I was, it showed up, and it demonstrated that the type of person I was concerning drug and alcohol use, I was willing to pay any cons- consequence tomorrow, not to feel uncomfortable now. I was constantly in the pursuit of getting out of self. Yeah? And I believe I took it to such a level that it showed what would be showed if you took anything else to such a level. It showed the fallacy of trying to get out of what you're not in. Yeah? The whole premise of all the escape plans was an assumption I was somewhere and as something that I wasn't. Yeah. Every one of them, all of them, had that premise. Yeah? Now, do I want to go through the eight million doors and find a, an individual lock for each one? No. I want to see myself before I enter the hallway of shit and fans. I don't want to be an expert of the hallway of shit and fans. I just want to steer clear of it, really. Yeah. And I couldn't do that. And now I do. Hmm. What happened? Yeah. Come to the Zooms and I'll try to share. Not what happened, but what's always happening. Yeah. 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 I'm really happy for it all. I'm happy the people I've met with here, and uh, you know we get together. It produces a a nice uh, perfume. You can even smell it in Zoom, which is amazing. Yeah, and I hope we get to see each other live. Really, you know, in a live setting. Again. All right. Well, thanks. Anyone else?
0: Yes, you've got four hands up, and poor Walter has (laughs) raised and then put his head his hand down again. So Walter, you can put your hand back up. If you're not eating. But anyway, Tanya's next. Hi. <laughs>
1: hey, Tanya. Hi.
7: Hello. Um, I guess I wanted to talk about traveling lighter. And I guess that's why I haven't asked any questions for a long time because I normally don't ever want to ask any more questions. Um, I just like to sit in and, and listen and be around everybody. But but I have noticed that, I don't know what, what happened or when it when kind of shift happened for me, but it was pretty early on where that that was looking kind of started taking over and... and some some weird shit started happening to me like uh, it was simple but I noticed now that I like sitting down a lot and just not doing anything and I'm fine with it and yesterday because the rules of the restrictions have been lifted if you have a vaccination right you can go outside and not have to wear a mask and I finally my husband and I went to see some friends and we met up with three couples that we hadn't seen and it was freaking Awesome. Of course, they're all drinking. Right. And before I would get really bored, I'd get really bored because I've been in recovery for like about 10 years now. So I, I normally with my husband, I'd be like, I can only probably hang out for like two hours and I, like, I just get bored. But for some reason, yesterday we stayed out six hours and I was just um, listening and talking to everybody and just feeling so grateful for seeing my friends again. And um and I didn't. I didn't think that I would be interested in that, but I was interested in that. And, um. Yeah. So yeah, a lot has changed. Like, interest have fallen away. That I've always liked to do. I find myself sitting and just being fine with that, or walking and being fine with that. And yesterday, being able to hang out at a restaurant slash bar and being fine with that for for six hours. I normally get bored in, in the past, but. I noticed that was that was different yesterday. Um, so, making a long story short, um, the message is clear, and it's it's beautiful. And 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 I feel I feel privileged and honored to like have these meetings. And every day I'm like, I hope a whole bunch of people show up because I never want to stop doing this because <laughs> I enjoy it so much. And I thank you everybody for being here and. Um, this has been this has been so awesome. So thank you.
1: Well, it's been it's been great watching you, Tanya. Fantastic, and thanks for your shares. Yes.
8: Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Tanya. Keith. I think this
1: is Thomas. No, oh, Keith. Keith from Boise. Yeah, hey
0: Paul,
4: back again. I'm just sitting here smiling at the idea that when you give up, uh, <clears throat> that, that you'll have more. In- that one has more individuality. That one feels like one has more individuality. There's more. There's more room to improvise when you give this up. You go, no, no. How could that be? Well, when I think of my fiercest efforts to be a separate self, or to establish myself and to be recognized and everything for all of the supposed uh, uh, uniqueness that I was seeking to express, there was a very little, very little genuine uniqueness. It was a, you know, you talk about the formatting. When you, when you identify as a self, the first thing the formatting creates is a, is a world filled with other selves. So if in that identification, I take a political stand, to the world, that means I'm going to have to defend that stand. So it's an immediate set of uh, very limited uh, maneuvers that are possible as a so-called separate self with great individuality. But when you get off that, like you say, you, you're not you're not you're not ru- routinized in the way that you thought you were free from being routinized. and, and another funny thing about this, Paul, it's a sign of how much drama goes with being a separate self that I could actually at one point have identified with a spiritual teacher with a loving gaze and a soft monotonized tone of voice. And I don't mean any particular teacher, but that that somehow was appealing was a sign of how much unnecessary drama was involved in this very limited set of moves that go with being a separate self. So anyway, here's to the great irony of realizing uh, how much freedom you have when you're not in that formatting. Well, you know, when you're not, when when that formatting falls away and is revealed as false, everything is possible. Okay.
9: Or seemingly
4: so. Seemingly so. Keith, it's been a pleasure meeting you. Amen, brother. Yeah, very, very. I, I can feel the shifts and everything since since uh, first showing up and uh, it continues to be. Uh, well, I've just shared what I've what I most recently had to share. And I look forward to seeing you in person when all that becomes possible again. Yeah. Yeah. And I may get you out here to Boise. It's far more hospitable than you might think in terms of the environment out here. So when
1: I see. You- I like Idaho. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Boyce has I got a lot Rahm. going on. Good. And yeah.
4: Good recovery community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro. You're welcome.
0: Thanks, Keith. Equus is next.
10: Yeah, actually, it's it's Ram here. I um, right. equus is just I logged in through my business uh, account, blah, blah, whatever. Equus. I think
1: we're we're in Rome. Do as the Romans do,
10: Equus. Well, don't you talk about horses sometimes? So yeah, we're at, here. I am being my horse, my horse self. Um, you know, I don't have a question around what you talk about so much. It's more that this kept popping into my head today as you're talking, and it becomes clearer and clearer. Um, you know, about the 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 nature of the supposed individual is to put the cart before the horse. Um, and, and when there's a seeing of the absurdity of that, everything goes back into a natural alignment and there's what you're calling traveling lighter. I mean, however you put it. Um, and you know, and then one, I, I sense that I'm, I'm, I'm in the place that you're talking about and that you've just been describing what's true. It's not like, it's so obvious, you're not saying something has to change. So the question that kept coming up is, why is this so rare? Out of billions of people in the world, why do you feel so few people are really interested or really hearing this or really seeing it? Because you would think that, here's one simple thing, if you understand it will relieve a huge, the vast majority of your troubles and burdens, just by understanding this basic thing about the nature of what is true for you as a self, it seems so ridiculously basic and there's so little interest in it. Every, it's, it's so bizarre to me. You know, and I, I also met Ramesh and he said, Well, it's divine hypnosis, the entire universe. You know, that was his answer, but I, I've never been satisfied and I don't understand why there is so little interest in this.
1: Well, I don't have an answer either. But I don't know, you know, there's a lot of interest. There may not be a lot of interest in this, but there's a whole lot of interest. Yeah. You know what I mean?
10: In everything other than this.
1: Well. Yeah, I don't have an answer for it. I see some i don't see it as I don't really believe there's millions of people you know there's appearances of millions of people <laughs> well then there's never an appearance of millions of people there's an appearance of people <laughs> right now there's two of them in the yard so or <laughs> there I never seen an appearance of millions of people but there's i I don't believe this is uh real tell you the truth so I feel like uh, dreaming and so there's dreaming of people and uh, there's dreaming of people not wanting to hear our message there's dreaming of a few people wanting to hear the message but it's all it's all based on dreaming nothing ever really happened yeah yeah and so yeah in a weird way It's almost like you're in a movie of one and you have a lot of uh, what do they used to call those people in movies? They just stand in or they're like they just use them for the day. What? extras, extras, there's tons of extras (laughs) with with with, uh, with the the syndicated starring role of Paul (laughs) being very unique in the billions of extras. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, uh, that never comes up really anymore. All I see is, uh, there's an incessant on this that obviously doesn't have any controls or switch or, or, or really has anything to do what's being projected, which that's what I'm appearing as. Yes. So and uh but I feel an incessant onness in and uh yeah and a live space all the time. Yeah, so I can't give you an answer.
10: Well I appreciate that. You know, when you say that there aren't really billions of people, there may be an appearance, and on an ultimate level there's not even an appearance, and I that feels deeply true. Yeah. And, and I mean, think what you're saying is, in a way, the mind that sees, oh, here's the, these things that have, may have some sort of uh, problem or something. Well, actually, that mind is never, there's no, you can never actually, it's not real. Yeah. So you can't answer that question in a way, and I, I appreciate that. No.
1: Well, you can answer it, but it doesn't,
10: yeah. It doesn't mean it. You know.
1: There has to be an assumption of something to have an answer for that. Exactly. I, I don't have that assumption of something. I really feel, even as the action figure, you know, the action figure takes a lot of things seriously, but there's an underlying real feeling of dreaming. Uh, the course of miracles really enlivened that for me when they when they presented this place as an act of dreaming, not like I'm in a dream or. Uh, there's someone else's is dream. No, I am actually the act of dreaming, that really has fit well over the years. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the dreamt uh, is definitely has let a lot of levels of uh, pay scales and uh, of what it can know and what it can't know and. <laughs> It's nice to be clear about that, yeah, yeah.
10: <laughs> it's it, 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 uh, very far out. It's very trippy to you know to keep tuning into these meetings because it seems there's just endless. I don't know about endless, but there. It, it's the same thing, and there's there's there's. It can it can always be heard afresh.
1: Yeah, because it's now. That's why. And the message of now is delivered in now, and therefore it's always fresh. Most things aren't. Most things aren't. Most things are old. Most things have time. They're wrapped in time. They're presented in time. They're stamped with expiration dates and shit like that. This message isn't. It's an invitation. And the invitation is now, and the dinner party is now, and you're already at the dinner party. Fucking start partaking.
10: <laughs> yeah. You've always been at the dinner party.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. Stop reading the invitation and start eating. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be invited to the dinner. Well, not really. You want the dinner, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched this, you know, I'm amazed at what happens at these things myself because I've, you know, I've gone to a lot of Paul Hedeman talks, a lot, and uh, the the freshness of the now always overrides the repetition of the same message, yeah. The freshness of the now is the real taste of it, yeah, Yeah. because basically… There's nothing new in non-duality, you know. It's the, same, it's the same, hey, this is the premise. You are reality, like it or not. And this is what needs to be looked at because that doesn't seem to be obvious to us. So let's question what's causing that not to be obvious so that it's obvious, yeah? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's the middleman who wants to be there to get it that middleman needs to be retired, so to speak, yeah, and so, and how it gets retired is a loss of interest, and so when you start realizing you, this precious, cherished you, is really manufactured, it's it's made, and it's it's one of a million models, or a billion seeming models, (laughs) Uh, and there's a loss of interest in it, I mean, and then there may be enough interest to see how it's manufactured and then you leave the factory, you know, and now I won't be fooled again, so to speak. Oh,
5: that's
2: <laughs> friend, okay.
1: Before you looked at the, before you, you see all the different coffee cups, you look at the bottom and it's made in Paul. <laughs> then, you know, you know exactly where it come, comes from. <laughs> Oh, that's a unique one, made in Paul. No, it ain't. It's all the same thing, <laughs> or made through Paul. Yeah. But I'm happy to see you. I'm happy to see everybody, and I, I'm, I'm hoping what we can do together, uh, things can happen. Uh, you know, something we, as the we, can do for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, so. I yeah. think we all need. A, I think we all need a thank you for. A, I think a wonderful, wonderful atmosphere that comes out of these little events. Yeah. So, I, uh, I honor you, honor all of you. Yes. Now let's get on with it.
0: You ready for the next?
1: I'm ready, bro. Yes.
0: It's Joe from the Bronx.
1: Oh,
3: Joe from the Bronx. Hey, Hmm. Paul. Before I go, Nina had her hand up. And I think she might want to say something. So ladies first, if she'd like to speak, that's okay with you. Well, we'll be
1: here for both questions. So it doesn't matter.
8: Oh, Joe. Hey, um, I was just going to share about Traveling Lighter. And I was just going to say, yeah, definitely. I um I just I had some experiences i I um I had a therapist who for like a long time would say like go for a walk like notice nature like I definitely was one of those people that um I was only I only lived in my head really I never I, I had a and even now, I don't have a great sense of, like, smell or taste or um, any of that stuff. All, everything was intellectualized. And then I started to notice, like, I'd have thoughts and I'd go, that's not my thought. That's my." And, and I would even notice, I'd be like, that's my dad's thought. That's my mom's thought. Like, really specific thoughts. And, and, and then other thoughts I'd notice, I'd have an experience and then I would tell it to someone and whenever I would tell it to someone the experience would evaporate and I would notice that over and over and over and then when I heard you I'd go oh that explains that what 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 was happening but the the traveling lighter stuff more recently since I've been listening to you like the other day the whole morning, it was hilarious, like complete Abbott and Costello. Like throughout my morning, little things I would say, every little thing I did would be a, com- every time I would, ju- I would, ju- I was judging every single thing I did, but with like hilariousness, like getting on the computer, doing this. Is this right? Is this wrong? Is this good? Is this bad? Things that I think were under the radar, like I wouldn't notice, but instead of like judging myself for judging myself, it became like hilarious and like, oh, that's like, it was funny, 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 like super funny. Um, yeah. And even I would do this thing where I'd go, I have a, I have a cousin who's pretty obese and and I think Oh, she judges my my brother's fiance because she smokes. And I'm like, oh, I hate those people who are obese who judge those people who are who smoke. And I'm like, I hate those people who judge those people who smoke. And then I'm like judging her for you know what I mean? And the whole (laughs) thing, right? And it was just like, oh my God, does it ever end? Anyway, (laughs) and I just thought, you know. And especially what I love is like, and I, you know, I've been in recovery and around in in recovery for a long time. And I have to say, there's a heaviness in recovery that is just like, it can make it not attractive. It can make it like, why am I even here? Like, yeah, great to be sober, great to be in it. But like, if I want to be miserable, like, like I get that. why do I want to drink in the fucking first place? You know, like I want out, like, there's there's such a um, joy around noticing the the what's actually happening that that um, so much more freedom at the bottom of it all um, and and what I guess what I'm getting to the point of it is does like for some reason the way you transmit it affects me over time by listening to this and I don't know I guess maybe it is like buddha speaking to the buddha that works that's happening and i'm like so fucking grateful um so that's it thank you
1: wow thank you nina yes it's pretty funny it's pretty funny when something's taken very seriously it's funny yeah you ever see those movies that they actually set off to be a serious movie, but they're funny because they're so bad or something. But the intention wasn't to be funny. It was to be really serious and profound, but it's hilarious. They become like cult uh, cult movies. People love watching them. But the person set out to make a ponderous, you know, very... It's hilarious, yeah? How... how uh, <laughs> ah, we're just lathered in importance all day, <laughs> just lathering up all day. Oh <laughs> ah, yes, well, it's it's nice when you start seeing it. uh it's, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you, thank you, Nina. All right, Joe. Joe was a. I don't know many gentlemen's from the Bronx, but Joe uh, demonstrated a gentleman quality there.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Not noticeable
1: Neat. when I'm usually in the Bronx.
3: Nina's <laughs> a dear friend, uh, as is uh, Raven, who introduced me to these meetings and got me hooked up with Wei Wu Wei and Ramana, and listening to you talk about these people and um, listening to you, so thank you. But I wanna share one particular story. Um, I like to go hiking, and I particularly like to hike off trail where it requires a level of attention uh, to notice the terrain. And, And this is what happens. I'm hiking off trail, and I get slapped in the face with a branch. And right then, I noticed I was running a narrative in my head at the time. And then it happens again. And it hurts. And it happens again. And within 20, 30 minutes, I'm really paying attention to the trail because I can't get struck in the face one more time. It's just too painful. And uh, the shift is beautiful. And there's a humor about it. Because I'm thinking, well, you weren't paying attention, motherfucker. What did you expect to happen? <laughs> and I can't believe you came into the woods with this shit in your head. You know? <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? It's beautiful out here. And you're running resentments through your head? Really? <laughs> but, you know, the, the I guess what I'm saying is that listening to you has helped me to laugh at myself a lot more. Not take it so seriously. When um, And I notice I do that uh every day i laugh aloud at, at some of the stuff going through my head and i yeah. see that sometimes when there's a strong emotional reaction that there's a there's a circular or an arcing pattern of thinking that immediately reinforces it or there's some sort of interplay and i'm like hold on here because yeah. and i've been journaling for years like years like hundreds and hundreds of pages so I finally, one day, I wrote down one of these scenarios that go through your head. There's only like 10 of them. There's 10 specific scenarios with different, and here comes one of them. And it's not like I'm free from them. I'm not free from them. They still grab me. They don't grab me quite so tightly or for so long, you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to put that out there.
1: Oh, that's great, man. Thank you. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. A nice one-two punch. Nina and Joe.
3: And I also thought that the Zen bitch slap and the being slapped in the face with the branches, I thought you might appreciate
1: that. Yes, I do appreciate that. We can make a little like, uh, remember when you used to have those different pages and it'd be a, and then you go like this and you see a whole, there would be you getting slapped by branches. It would be really good. Joe gets slapped by branch. (laughs) <laughs> uh, see the beautiful thing is after all the addiction and shit I learned that I can learn f I can learn from the past and I can learn from myself I can learn from others now. Where before I just had to get hit by the branch over and over and over again. <laughs> but it's amazing the actual figure has uh witness the reclaiming of an an ability to learn so i can learn when people are speaking from a certain place i don't want any of that (laughs) you know i can tell where they're speaking from a lot and i don't want any of it sometimes yeah or i love where they're speaking from yeah so it's a trip
3: how do you set that boundary how do you Hmm? set that boundary when you can feel someone's draining and this is not, this is a toxic individual, but they're sort of asking for help, but it's a toxic dynamic for me. How do you set that boundary? My mind kicks in, the guy's asking for help. And it's like, I don't want any part of that shit, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I like, I usually don't have any road answers. I wait for the situation, and then I respond the way I do, yeah? So I don't know, but I do know... Uh, You can uh, you can put out an energetic thing where you don't attract that that so much. It's not me putting it out, but as a putting out there, yeah, yeah. It's worked. I don't know because it's not serving people. Sometimes uh, trying to be of help to people is a disservice. Life has it is going to have to whack them with some few more branches, yeah? For them to get it. And I don't want to keep them from being in their own little forest, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah, you learn a lot just by... You see, the point is, is first, the obvious, you're here now, yeah? So you're present, and that present... Allows makes allows you to be available, and that availability makes you of service. So in a way, uh, it's the focus isn't a, It's not about me. It's and it's not about them really. It's more of the bigger picture, and you know they're being used and I'm being used, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, if I if someone do, is not interested in something, I'm not going to go too far with it.
3: Yeah,
10: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, thanks, Joe, a lot. Thanks for your presence here.
3: No, thank you, Paul, very much for these meetings, the space, thank you very much, really.
1: All right, anyone else before uh, we go?
0: Thanks, Joe, and we have Linda. Hi, Linda.
1: All right, this is gonna be the last one, I think, eh?
9: And this will be a brief one, it's more of a comment. I wanted to let you know I am traveling lighter I'm not the same person who discovered you about five or six years ago, for sure. Um, and to say that uh, what you're doing is, is definitely working, the repetition, it sounds like, wouldn't that be boring? No, every, every session I get more out of it. And how you answered Ram's question, and I have the same question, why aren't more people doing this. And I thought, well, this will be interesting to hear Paul's answer. And your answer was fucking brilliant. And hearing that would have been very different from how I would have tried to answer it. So all of our questions, everyone on this Zoom, it's just amazing. And we're all in this together. And um, Paul, I just can't thank you enough. I And please keep doing this for a long time, as Tanya pointed out. I, I don't <laughs> I don't know what I would do without these sessions. So thank you.
1: Well, I'll keep doing it now, and now will be a very, very long time. Okay. But I, it's, I keep doing it now.
9: <laughs> well, and we're doing it now with you. So thank yeah, that's good.
1: I like it. Yeah, I, I like the way. we. Yes. All right, and all right, we can have one more if you like. If some, if need to. Uh,
0: no other hands. Thanks, Linda.
1: Oh great then! I I'm gonna say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Let me see everyone. We've got uh, Mike. Mike is the bedrock of ZenBishSlap.com. I, oh, I hate to know what's you. underneath that, though. but he is. But he is. Can you hear me, Can Mike?
0: Hear me? I got. No, I got Walter it. came oh, up for a Weird echo.
1: I'm having a lot of. A lot. A feedback. Yeah, feedback. Good, bro. All,
0: right.
1: All right. Mike, can you Mike, clean that up? Clean
4: that? Wait, I'm going
0: to mute yeah, off, gonna off for mute a second. Off. And you have to unmute yourself. Okay, unmute.
1: All right, yeah. Th- well, thanks, Mike, for everything. And uh, sure. we'll go to Kerry and Judith, as always. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you very much, Tommy. Nice to not see you. Just a uh, color. We got Mickey. We got Mickey. The uh, the of I'm getting, I'm getting uh, feedback again, Mike. But it's all right. No, it's all right. Ben Clark. See, that's see, how that's long it takes for the selfie. Right? Right. See? See?
10: It's
1: the, it's right the, the right and right. then <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. We gotta mute yeah, it again. Yeah. All right. That's better. Ben, nice to see you. We got Robert, New Zealand. Can you hear me?
10: Yeah, I can hear you, Paul. Oh good. Thank we you. got
1: a new a new nice to see you, Anu. Did you cut your hair Anu? oh yeah it's back it's behind you yeah we got uh, Gio nice to see you Gio Norman yes Roman this is a heavyweight division here and Helen Helen Norman and Roman well we got Mr. Fraser Thank you, Mr. Fraser, for the donation. The man before the curtains. Yes. We got Z. Z, I'm going to try to mosey over there sooner or later. Jump in. Water. Alex, as always, nice to see you, honey. I'll hopefully be seeing you live sooner or later. Yeah? Yeah. Great. Linda, thank you so much for uh, your presence here. Always, always a pleasure to see you. Mike, as always, nice to see you, Mike C. We got Johannes, another German character. Very nice. Connor from Dublin. We got, oh, Mark and Lorraine. Mark is here again, traveling lighter. Very nice. Joseph Thank from France. Thank you, a Paul.
8: Thank you, everybody.
1: Nice to see you, Joseph. Yeah. We got Chris. Chris is in a new sitting seating arrangement today. Yeah, there he is. We got Sarah, formerly of Greece, now in the United Kingdom.
6: I'm back in Greece.
1: Oh, far you out! Finally you. made it. Oh, great!
6: Thank you for today, Paul. It was such a heartfelt one. It was a special one tonight. It was—I don't know—it just felt really a lot of love.
1: Oh, great. Great, honey. Well, it's probably the grease in you. Maybe. Picking I it don't
6: up. know. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
6: I'm not happy that I'm back here, put it that way.
1: Are <laughs> oh, you not? No.
6: No, what I'm not is happy oh. that I'm oh, here. Yeah.
1: This yeah, yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not would be happy to be in Greece, too, mate. <laughs> yeah. North Cal- Northern California ain't bad. It's beautiful here. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, awesome place. Walter from the Netherlands, the man who didn't couldn't make a decision. Hand up, hand down, hand up, hand down. That's Walter for you. John K, nice to see you, John. We got Ariane, and I want to re- uh, just, I haven't been individually uh thanking people for donations but you know I really thank everyone who finds it uh finds it in themselves to donate it's, I want to thank all of you I don't go on the web I don't go on the uh whatever just don't do it so Keith always a pleasure Bo- Boise we got Lisa M Lisa M are you driving I hope not yeah
9: uh, well I, i'm listening i'm driving but you know paul i've been listening to you for years and you came to visit my finders community a couple of weeks ago man you i've been traveling lighter ever since i listened to you and i'm just ever so grateful paul
1: fantastic say hello to that finders group i i enjoyed that
9: i sure will yes
1: man,
9: they were they, they enjoyed they enjoyed having you paul and you're awesome man i'm coming out to california to see you in person one of these days i'm just gonna Show up and go out for coffee with you,
1: man. Please, yeah, please. Just call me up. Give me five minutes, advance notice. Yeah, we'll see each other, yes. We got Matthew. Matthew's an old uh, acquaintance. Nice to see you, Matthew. Amelia, the love of my life. She's, uh, she's on the Riviera right now. She's bathing in the... She had to go to uh, Monaco. To uh, relinquish her princess role, yeah, yeah, she's staying in Northern California with the living corpse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David W, our teacher at in residence, very nice, David. Tom, oh there he is. Where's where's David? I keep losing him. I lost you. Uh, I lost David, but oh, there's Tom, T H O M. Nice to see you, Tom. I don't see you well, but nice to see you. It's a little dark there. Uh, hey, also, Sarah, I want to get your information just in case we go to Greece. We're going to go to Italy in uh, September, hopefully. So,
8: well, welcome. Anytime. Yeah, yeah.
1: We may have some uninvited guests for a day or two. No, just tell us about it. All right. Just wanted to scare you.
8: (laughs) (laughs) It's a tiny
6: island with no airport, so you'll see.
1: (laughs) Uh, We'll find you. Okay. We got Dale. Nice to see you, Dale. We got Tariq from uh, Dover. Fantastic, as always. We got Jim. That's an interesting background.
9: It's just has some boxes. Uh,
1: yeah. It looks like a, a ski a ski mountain made out of boxes. That's
9: oh, no, storage boxes.
1: Storage boxes. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. You're welcome. We got Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. We've been watching you. It's been lovely to see you travel. Yes. Fantastic. Nina, as always. Yes. We got Sanya. Nice to see you, Sonia, there. We got uh, Joe from the Bronx, very uh, nice shares today, very nice. We got Jim again. We got Keith T. again, what, and Kathy, Aligio. Nice to see you, Aligio. Uh, and Amy, another Kathy, Bernard, Kenneth from Vancouver, I guess. Everyone, thanks yeah. a lot for today. We cooked up a nice sauce. Yeah. Take it easy. Bye.
4: Thanks, Paul. See <laughs> hey, Thank you. Thank you later. You, Z. Z. Bye.
1: Thank you.